Hello, Fempreneur, and thanks for joining us for another episode of the Fempreneur Marketing Podcast. Today is a mashup of awesomeness um, featuring three different Fempreneurs, all interviewed by the lovely Selena Novello. Selena is an incredible, incredible young Fempreneur, only 19 years old, and she does a great job of interviewing these ladies. So you can find Selena at Selena underscore Novello on Instagram. Definitely follow her. She's always doing a ton of cool stuff in the world of marketing um, for all sorts of organizations and she can teach you tons if you need help learning about Instagram. So let's dive into these interviews with three of our awesome fempreneurs here in the Calgary area. All three of these happen to be women in the Calgary area and they have incredible business building stories to help you do a better job of all those things that you love to do and some of them that you don't love to do. So you're going to learn tons today. Let's dive in. Hello, 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 everybody. Today, I am so excited to be going live with Colette, our featured fempreneur this week. I'm so excited to dig deeper into your story and just get to know you a little bit better. Well, thanks for having me. It's exciting. Yeah, so let's jump right into it. My first question for you is, um, how did your entrepreneurship journey begin? Ooh, um, out of a need to make money, <laughs> if I'm being honest. Yeah. Um, so I work full time, but my daughter needed some special uh, schooling. And that comes with a $20,000 a year price tag. So I needed to figure out something that I loved doing as a passion that wasn't going to totally exhaust me so that I could actually still like coming home and having energy for my family and for me. And mm -hmm. yeah, so organizing by Oz. My nickname is Oz. So when we were sitting around the family table and coming up with names, my daughter's like, Mom, why don't you just, you're good at organizing and everyone calls you Oz. So that's kind of how my name came to be. Yeah, I love that. And um, I think it's really cool. So me and your daughter went to the same school. So I can I definitely, um, I can definitely relate. And I think that's so amazing that you were, you were able to do that for your daughter. I just think that's so amazing because that school for me was very beneficial and life changing. So I think that's a really big thing that you did for your family. Um, so I, <laughs> I just think it's so amazing that you would do that. Well, um, you know, you only have one life, so you got to make it the most. And um, if you can make it happen, I was just determined to make it work. Um, as a family, we just committed mm -hmm. to making it happen. And here we are almost five years later. Yeah. That's awesome. So that you've had your business for five years then? Yeah, the fall of 2016. So coming up on five years, which is crazy. Started it during um, the recession and have survived the pandemic so I figure yeah. like I can pretty much survive anything <laughs> exactly oh my goodness yeah, yeah. that's awesome so yeah. can you tell us what you do what your service is all right so my main services is um, in-home or virtual organizing but my background is child and youth care counseling and I've been a caseworker for over 20 years. So my passion is really helping families create systems to improve communication and just to figure out routines so that you can actually enjoy living together and sharing space and figuring out a way to just enjoy being together and enjoy being around each other and not tripping over 
everyone's crap. Um, that's really my passion. And then just doing some workshops um, as well, like teaching people skills um, if they want to do it more of a do-it-yourself piece. So, and then my book uh, also came out um, a couple years ago. It's on Amazon now. And it's, again, a do-it-yourself plan on kind of working through how to create a system and get organized and declutter and, yeah, figure out where all this stuff has come from. That's so awesome. Yeah. So I know that your program is amazing because my mom has done it. And <laughs> I know that your workshops are very beneficial. And I just think it's so cool how you brought in two pieces of organization and communication in together, which are so important. And they really do go hand in hand. Yeah, I end up, end up doing a lot of um, like mediation. Um, because we also like, I mean, when you first think about moving out, well, maybe you haven't yet, but you probably want to move out, you yeah, will yeah. be um, sharing space with someone as a roommate, usually, because you can't afford um, to move out on our own, usually. Yeah. So then you're, you're usually ending up with someone who doesn't have the same organizing styles as you. And that's kind of, and then you move in together as a partnership, and then you have kids, and guaranteed, they're not going to have the same organizing style as you either. So now you have two people, then three people, then you add more people, all with different organizing styles. And then where do you even come up with, where do you start the conversation if you're really frustrated with each other? So I kind of just came up with a system that worked for my family because about six years ago, uh, my husband had a concussion and that really shifted the way we had to communicate. So my daughter has ADHD and some learning disabilities. So I've always had to kind of adjust um, to meet her needs. And then also on top of the brain injury, ha we had to readjust as a family. So it took a lot of trial and error, a lot of like, but we were just committed to making it work. And, and so I come from a place of being there. I come from a place of like, oh my God, I just want to run away sometimes <laughs> to a place of coming home and being like, yeah oh my gosh, this is working. Like everyone's mostly happy. That's amazing. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I Very think that's rewarding. So amazing. And it's, it's so cool to see how you developed it through your own experience. And you had to do, I'm, I'm sure lots of different trials and there's probably lots that failed, but then you did find the ones that worked. And I think that's what it all, like, it's all about that. Cause even with my family, we tried a few different things until now we've got it right, right? So Yay, I'm so I, happy to hear that. It's all about it's all about the process. And so I think that you do a really good job of helping people through that as well. So I want to dive in a little bit more about um, just about the way that you balance your entrepreneurship with your job. So it, correct me if I'm wrong, but you have a job on top of running your own business, right? So yeah, can you tell so, us a little bit about what that's like? Yeah, so you have to be really organized. <laughs> My day actually starts around 5.30, 6 in the morning. Mm -hmm. And I kind of just work on my businesses. I'm also a 31 consultant because they're amazing organizing products. Yeah. So that kind of goes hand in hand. But I, from 6 to 7, I work on my businesses. And then 7 to 8, I'm helping the girls um, get ready because we also have um, a Japanese student living with us going to school here. So kind of get wow. them ready. And then I teach at 8 in the morning and um, I'm usually till 4.30. And then I, yeah, we just have routines. Everyone has, I call them little 15-minute Oz jobs. 
So throughout the day, I'm doing my little Oz jobs. And then when my husband and daughters uh, come home, they're doing their little Oz jobs. And literally 15 minutes at a time, we have the whole house functioning all the time. Mm -hmm. um, when people come, well, pre-COVID, people would be like, is this how your house like really is? I'm like, yeah, it really is this organized and neat mm -hmm. and tidy. And even on days when we're sick, it's really easy to tidy up in like 15, 20 minutes because we know where things go. And, and so even if you have an off day, you can catch up really quick. Um, but the, I think it's because I really like what I do. I'm, I love teaching and educating. Um, and I translate that into organizing. And I'm literally mentoring and coaching people all day. And it's super rewarding. And it fills my cup up. And mm -hmm. when COVID hit and I had to stop organizing, I actually got a little bit depressed um, because I wasn't able to help people. Um, mm -hmm. I wasn't able to, to see that change and to hear like when a dad says, oh my gosh, like I was kind of hesitant at first as to really, we're going to pay her to come and help us. Yeah. To, oh my gosh, I'm so glad this is the best money we've spent. Um, that and then hearing the family isn't fighting as much or arguing as much. Um, that is just so rewarding. So mm -hmm. I think that's how I can do it is because I'm really passionate because I've been there. I've been there when the, it's not fun to live with people yeah. <laughs> that you love. And yeah. you're like, oh, my gosh, is this going to be my reality for the next 20 years? No, it doesn't have to be. Yeah. So that's kind of, I think, how it works for me anyway. That's amazing. I think that's so cool how you are able to bring them both together and you're managing them because you love to do both of them. So that's very, very, very inspiring. So the next thing I want to ask you is about your greatest challenge as an entrepreneurship and then also how you overcame that challenge. Okay, if I can give any advice to anyone starting out, get a network, get your get your find your people. Um, you can't do it all by yourself. There's like no way. So I just I know the money I wasted on trying to teach myself um, was just like exhausting when why couldn't I just reach out and find people in my network that could help me. So if you're just starting out, like ask for help. It's not a failure. It's actually an asset. Because if you can pass off something that you're not really enjoying so that you can focus on what your, what your real passion is. I think that's the bonus. So that's kind of been my barrier. Really, I didn't have a tribe. And then <laughs> with Professional Organizers of Canada, I met like amazing ladies. I was ready to quit my business and just say, well, I guess we're going into debt for the next couple of years of school for my daughter. And mm -hmm. that's just going to be where it is and then met Lindsay and all the amazing women there and like yourself and I mean it's just so empowering and everyone's so supportive because it's collaboration over competition and they really live and breathe that and so everyone involved is like giving you feedback and encouraging you and then you get to meet other fempreneurs who do amazing things and you can pay them <laughs> and help their business um, succeed as well so like I've been able to um, hire three ladies that are helping me one is a personal trainer so thank you Janina and then Rayanne is doing all of my um, emails and website stuff so thank you Rayanne and um, and then I have Margie doing my some of my social media posts 
So that's freed up time for me to focus on the business part of actually helping clients do the work instead of focusing on, I'm sorry, I can't see you this week because I have like two hours of social media or my website to do. I can actually say, oh, I do have two hours this week. I can come out and help you get that organizing task or work on that workshop with you. So that's been a real bonus that's helped me overcome that barrier of feeling like, why am I working so hard? <laughs> and feeling like you're on a hamster wheel. Yeah, You're working so hard and you're giving up family time, which for me is really important for mm -hmm. what? Yeah. Uh, because I, I was afraid to ask for help. So just ask for help, but you have to find people you trust first, yeah. um, obviously. And so I'm really fortunate that I found that with the Fempreneur YYC ladies. What you brought up was really, really important in that, like, I feel like sometimes we feel like we have to do everything on our own. We're the marketing, we're the mm -hmm. social media, we're the creators, we're everything. And you're right, it is important if you can to outsource some of those things and get help when you need it. And then, like you said, you have time to focus on the things that fill your cup, that you really enjoy to do. And it's just a way better use of your time. So I think that you have nailed that on the head so greatly. So my next question for you is, what do you have coming up in your business? Any workshops? And where can we find you? Oh, well, thanks. Uh, you can find me under Organizing by Oz. You can Google me. I have a website, Instagram, Facebook. I do have a paperwork organizing workshop happening this Saturday, actually, from 1130 oh, wow. to 130. Yeah, two hours. Um, and you get like all my tip guides and you get a video on how to um, do it yourself. But we actually do your paperwork together, like virtually over Zoom and get that pile of paperwork done so that you're ready for tax time. And then also helping you set up that ongoing system so that you know, you're not overwhelmed by the paper. Uh, but mostly I do uh, packages. So if you wanted me to come to your home and help you sort, like spring right now is happening. People want to be outside. Um, they want to get into their garages and gardens. And, and so that's, um, you know, something I can help with. Lots of people are moving right now too. So um, I always suggest like downsize first because it'll save you money in the end. Um, so, you know, down and determine like, do I really need this to come to my new house? Um, if not, can it go? Um, so yeah, like you can kind of find me everywhere. And like I said, if you want more do it yourself, you can get my Amazon book, Organizing by Osmosis, um, download it or get the workbook and work through it yourself or sign up. I have a wait list happening for the next chaos to come that your mom took, um, which was four weeks. Awesome. Yeah, so that once we have six people, then I'll offer it again um, to, to help other families. So yeah, that's kind of what's happening in my world. That's amazing. Okay, so to end off the interview, I ask everybody the same question. If you had one piece of advice, I'm sure you have more than one, but if you had one piece of advice for your younger self or a younger entrepreneur, what would that be? Don't let fear hold you back. You know, um, borrow other people's belief systems that you can do it if you don't think you can. Um, I really wish that I had the confidence to just jump in and do this years ago because I just love it. 
And, um, but I didn't think I was smart enough or, you know, um, to do it. And now I'm running my own business, which is pretty amazing. And if I thought that would happen like 25 years ago, I'd say you're crazy. So that's, yeah, overcome your fear. And if you don't think you can do it, borrow someone else's beliefs until you can. All right, before we move on to our next two fempreneurs, I just want to let you know that you can get in touch with these awesome ladies and learn more about them and actually ask them questions about the stuff they're sharing in these interviews by going to the show notes and clicking on the links there. Their Instagram handles are there and their websites are there. So be sure to connect with Colette and Dina and Carrie. Those are our three from today's episode. All right, let's get back into the interviews. Uh, it's been a journey. I have to say it kind of, I was thinking about what your questions would probably be. Yeah. And I had a revelation that I hadn't really considered before. And that said, I do actually come from a family of entrepreneurs. And so it really um, just seemed like the natural thing to do. I had been in a variety of different jobs over over my life time. I come from a background of nursing, if you want to go really back uh, a long ways. And I found a couple years ago, it's almost three years ago now, that a position I was in was eliminated. And I was left to either, you know, move on or look for something uh, new again, or maybe do something of my own. And that's what I ended up doing. So I got into social media management. I'd been doing some of that as part of other jobs. And it was something I found gave me an opportunity to be creative. And I was pretty excited about social media. I was on it before my kids were. It was just something I found quite fascinating. And I love that connection of community. Um, I've done it for some of my own little ventures as well as for other people. And I even found that when I moved in November to a new community, I saw a gap in that area. And so I did that in our community too, just to try and connect people. And I think that's um, what has brought me to the fempreneurs and then on to starting a blog, writing a book. And I can just see it building from here. I'm yeah, excited. that's so awesome. <laughs> I was going to say, I love the... I love the community that social media brings and it's very impressive that you were on it before your kids. So that's like a round of applause to you. Cause that's very, very impressive. So it's, it seems like you were able to get your, uh, you had this great opportunity when you had lost your position. I mean, you're right. There's so many different directions that you can go on, but I'm happy that you chose that direction. Um, so how many years, I think you said three, but is it three years that you've been in business now? You could say that. Um, I don't really have things that I've monetized a lot. And of course, COVID has thrown a huge hitch into a lot of that. I mean, mm -hmm. I did some direct marketing sales for a while. Um, as you're familiar with, it's a different company, but it's the same type of product. Yeah. And um, I enjoy that as a way of networking with people, practicing my social media skills, going on you know, doing lives and um, the online parties and just that transitioning, I guess, 
into a different way of meeting with people and with clients and with serving. And then, you know, that had its season and it was incredible. I'm so blessed for having had that experience, but I was ready to move on. And that's when I took the leap into the Fempreneur Marketing School to just pull on. I was so multi-passionate and I, I still am. Um, challenges that I faced. Yeah. Yeah, mine is that multi-passionate. And so okay. I, I'll just address that now. That's partly why I got into the marketing school. I didn't know, I felt pulled in so many directions. I didn't know which path to follow and which to attempt to monetize. Was it necessary to monetize? Was it just a hobby or it was a jobby? It was just, you know, one of those things, right? So um, I found that it was really good to focus more and and block my time. And so those were some of the things I learned um, after meeting Lindsay and the ladies that were in the marketing school, even past graduates, um, just an incredible community of ladies. So um, yeah, I'm still working on monetizing, but I'm having so much fun, you know, like with our conference, um, what was I going to choose as a speaker and a presenter? And I jumped right in and was like, yes, I want to do this because I, I enjoy public speaking. I want to do more of it. Yeah. And, and as an author writer, I do look forward to book tours when we can do that kind of thing or whatever, yeah. just speak engagements. And so I chose manifesting because it's something that I've been doing for myself personally. It's something I blog about. And so that's the route I took. And it's not so much a business yet. I'm still working on building that blog and that audience and that community and, you know, that trust and serving people in that way. And then, I don't know, my big fat hairy dream would be a travel blogger and an author. Yeah, I was going to say, a lot of entrepreneurs have that similar issue where we just have so many things that we're interested in. I know personally, I definitely feel that way. I'm like, oh, I'd love to do this and this and this and this. How can I do it all at the same time? Um, so I definitely think a lot of people can connect with that. I know I can. And I think it's just, um, it's, it's a process. Like you kind of said, like you're just trying to figure it out build that trust factor and all those things. So I think it's amazing. So my question for you is what's your blog about right now? Well, it is a variety of things. Um, whatever I feel inspired to speak about. And sometimes like I'll only write, you know, a week at the most ahead of time because I feel I just, I follow what I feel my audience is going to want to hear or know maybe something that's more relevant to what's happening to me currently. So I've kind of been all over the place and I, I like that style. And I think that was one of the challenges I was facing as well is that um, my voice is some is going to resonate with certain people. And even though I'm saying things that have been said by others, maybe the way I say it will resonate with people. And, and so that isn't a reason to keep it to myself. And that was, that came out in the marketing school too. You know, I have that obligation to share what I know and serve people in that way. And I've spent a lifetime of learning. I've experienced many things. And if I can share that, even just others realizing that we're going through some similar things together, knowing they're not alone in that, I think, I just felt like it was 
time to put that out there. I had been playing with the idea for years and I got that extra nudge and push and, and just the um, recognition, I think, from Lindsay going, oh, that's what you should maybe be pursuing. And the book idea is a little different than the blog. So okay. I'll talk about the blog a bit. Um, I just, I, I've had so many different articles. So I've talked about everything from, um, you know, masks, which is a relevant <laughs> subject right now. Yes. Uh, homemakers, um, about hoarding, playing, um, getting in touch with our imagination, manifesting, of course, um, coloring outside the lines, letting go of things to even, there's even one about being German. And um, there's one about, oh, there's a two, like, I, I'll start one, music was one, manifesting was another one. It's just too much for one post. So some of those have yeah. part one, part two. Um, hospitality, teenagers, hat days, country roads, like there's just a bunch of stuff. There's one coming out the end of this week about, about goodbyes. And that has to do with a recent loss. I recently lost my mom. And so it kind of brought up um, just some, some, so I'm, I'm exploring that a little bit within my blog. The book, um, the first one at least, the second one I think will be a compilation of my, or it'll just be a publication of my blog post probably. But the book idea came from um, following a motorcycle accident that I was in and the stories that people wanted to share with me, complete strangers would see me in my hand splints and air boot and, and they would want to share their experiences of, of either themselves personally or a family member or a close friend that had either survived or not. And it felt like they needed to give a voice to that. They wanted to share it. And what I want to do with that is a compilation of those type of stories and just give that voice to people's stories because it's so inspiring and uplifting and encouraging. And even the ones that are sad, somebody survived it because they've told they're telling the story mm -hmm. and how did it affect them? How did they cope with that? Um, and there's probably books like that out there, but it won't be the same stories Yeah, from my, the way I've heard it from others as well as my own story. So that's what the book's about. And I'm working on that. It was incredible to attend the first annual Fempreneurs writing retreat last fall I met some incredible ladies and I learned a lot from that. I think one of the biggest things, um, and it would be advice I would hand on to others too, is block time, give yourself space and time wherever you find inspiration and, and feel like you can do your best writing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's pretty time. cool. Um, yeah, so I like how you have um, your blog, but you're also working on a book. And I think that the blog is a great outlet for your multi interests because you can really talk about whatever you would like there. If you're looking for certain things, you got it all there. So I think that's pretty awesome. And I think working on a book is really, really cool as well, because you're just you're just furthering your story, developing your story and sharing it with people. And like you said, like the more you share about things, the more people are going to come back and tell you about their experiences and then you can build more connections as well. So I think that's yeah. great. <laughs> that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I'm even sharing, I've got a, a blog idea for sharing recipes too. And there's one I just thought, Oh man, I have to share this recipe. And then as I got thinking about it, 
I've used it so many times over the years and I actually had some entertaining stories, a variety of stories that went with it. So it turned into an actual blog post instead of, hey guys, here's my favorite most requested recipe. Yeah. So you're right. It's a, it is a variety and I can just kind of do, um, do my thing and I can share as well. So part of the conference um, freebies and so on the uh, Instagram, there's a link on my profile in my bio that people yeah. can get um, actually my first little recipe collection book as a freebie just because they've joined the tribe. But I also have a freebie that's available. There's a link in my manifesting articles on my blog to a personal manifesting guidebook that I put together for originally for the conference, but it, it just gives people more to work with from those, um, from those blog posts as well. So there's some freebies there as well for people. I love giving and that's partly why the baking was a big thing because I've always loved to um, to give it away and that, that's been a little bit trickier now with COVID. Um, I have to say too one of my other little side jobs is acting and modeling and that was a stretch and I pushed myself. Um, it was something I was curious to try but it also was the same as using my voice was to allow myself, give myself permission and accept, mm -hmm. you know, get up, get in front of the camera instead of behind or put my voice out in a blog, in a book. It, it's, um, it's a stretch and I think it's something good. It's good to do things that scare you a little. <laughs> yeah, I think that that's so true. You got to push yourself out of your comfort zone and that's where you'll grow the most. And I know it's like so nerve wracking to get in front of a camera, even for some people, but it's so worth it once you do it. And then the more and more you do it, the more comfortable it becomes. So it's really just about pushing yourself, try new things. If you're in like an area where you're not sure what you want to do, it's a great way to figure out what you love to do is by pushing yourself and trying different things. So I think that that's a really great point. And um, you've mentioned that we can find uh, some free gifts in your blog and in the link in your bio, but do you have anything else coming up and where else can we find you? Um, I'm actually on Instagram at u.glow. So it's the letter u.glow underscore grl, uglow girl. Yeah. And my blog is at uglowgirl, so uglowgrl.com or .ca. I will be starting a Facebook group that is for anybody who would like to get in touch with me to share their story and add it, but also to see some little previews of, of the book. Um, so there's that. And, of course, there's new blog posts. Um, every couple of weeks, there's going to be new blog posts and there's going to be um, little extras in there sometimes. The other thing that I'm going to be sharing is some um, affirmation cards. So I love these. I've discovered affirmation cards. I don't know if you're familiar with what they are. It's, it's positive statements that give you a boost, if nothing else, but that boost okay. is a positive energy and it also can help with the with you you know bringing more abundance and bringing more positivity to your life you you see this it increases your sense of self-worth self-esteem just self-love whatever it might be and it's encouraging and i've really loved those so i'm going to start developing some of my own i've got some started and 
I'm going to be offering some of those. In the meantime, I'm going to share some of my most favorites that I've received from others in posts on, on Instagram and Facebook and in my private Facebook group, which people are welcome to join. I'm on Facebook as well. And um, yeah, at you Glow girl, I have a page and a group so people can DM me. I'm message me, whatever. I'm, I love that connection and, you know, just networking and hearing from people and feedback and, and growing those, growing those relationships. So I'm totally open to all of that. So the affirmation cards are in the works. My last question for you that I end all the interviews with is <laughs> if you could tell your younger self any advice, what would that be? And if maybe if it's not your younger self, maybe it's a younger entrepreneur, anything like that. I think I've, I've brushed on a, of some of the advice I would give earlier in our interview is that, um, or in the conversation, um, is to just just try things, go ahead and try things and realize that your voice and your thoughts and what you have, you have something to give. And I'm going to even like, I'm going to talk as if you're my younger self, Selena, because, okay. <laughs> you know, people don't always accept they'll see you and judge you by your age. And that works for both of us. Um, they, you know, they're seeing like, maybe I'm on the old end and you're on the young end. They're telling, kind of like, eh, you know, what have they got to offer? Yeah. You do have something to offer. You are blessed with, um, experience and knowledge and, and whatever it is you have inside, we are obligated to share it. And if it's not by obligation, it's by caring for others and just be, you know, be brave. The biggest thing too, is don't get stuck in perfection paralysis because I was reading all the books and listening to all the podcasts and doing all the courses that it had to be just right. And I didn't even want to launch my blog until I just had all the kinks worked out, but then it never happens. Right. Just do it. Just jump in. Do it. I feel like I want you to expand a little bit on that perfectionism because I, I get stuck there as well because sometimes we're like everything has to be perfect you can't do anything and for me I was like for my business when I've been starting it I was like I don't want to do anything it's not figured out yet and I got a nice little push and <laughs> I kind of just I'm just working through the mess but I would love to hear a little bit more about your experience with like the you know the perfectionism and how we really need to just just start because Thinking about it is one thing, but actually taking steps is a whole other part of it. So do you have anything to add on to that? Well, I'm, I got a couple things. Um, one is that um, I think we're far more real and relatable and genuine to our network, whether it's our clients or our audience or our support center, our, our support group. We're much more genuine. If we do just jump out and do it and we aren't perfect because then we aren't unreachable or, or inaccessible. You know, we're, we're, we're real. And I have to um, also reflect something that I think Colette had mentioned when you talk to her is don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't, mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that you're, weak or not not good enough or look for that support 
and find that knowledge and experience. And instead of going over all the bumpy parts by yourself, why not learn and get the support from other women? And I just, I got to plug Fempreneurs again. They, yeah. like, the group is incredible. There's such a huge variety of um, talents and experience and there, and there's no competitive nature at all, at mm -hmm. all. And it, it's, it's just um, very caring. So I would, I would say that's really more to do with um, letting go of that, that perfectionism, that getting paralyzed in that and mm -hmm. being, you know, asking for help. Don't be afraid to put it out there, even if it isn't perfect. And you are more real and relatable if, if you just do it. Thank you for sharing about all of your entrepreneurship journey and your, some of the struggles and giving us lots of an amazing advice today. Um, I started my entrepreneurial journey um, back in 1998 <laughs> I, when I graduated from massage therapy school in Toronto, Canada. And I moved out west, um, and I moved to Canmore, and um, I got a job as an independent contractor working for one of the hotel chains as a massage therapist, and realized really quickly that that was not where I wanted to have my career in Banff, Alberta. The clientele, they were all transient, and although it was so much fun, and it was awesome, um, what happened one day was a gentleman brought me flowers after the day after I had treated him. And he just said, I just want to thank you so much, Carrie, because every year we come up from the States and we, we go skiing as a family. And I, I have never been able to go skiing before because my hips are so bad. And I was able to go skiing with my family today and I owe it all to you. So thank you so much. And I was just like, Oh my gosh, that so confirms it. I am a relationship-driven person. And most of the clients that I, and he, you know, he went back to the States with his family. I knew I'd never see him again. And I wanted to have a career or a life I built on relationships. So I um, opened up, a. I went to Calgary, to the big city, and, and opened up my very first wellness center there. So that was back in 98. So since then, there's been lots of things that have happened. I've become, I've gotten married, I've become a mother, I've moved to the suburbs, um, I've worked from home, I've had other wellness centers, I'm in Cochrane, Alberta, and I had a wellness center here, and um, and now I'm back at home, and now, now just another part of this whole journey, we're dealing with the whole the whole uh, pandemic, so lots of changes still going on, but I embrace them. It's fun. It's an opportunity for growth. Yes, I agree with that. It's so cool how your journey started. And I love that you remember that one person that really impacted you. And that was like, this is meant to be. That's so special. So can you just tell us a little bit more about what you're doing right now? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm having so much fun. Life is so much fun. And everybody that's listening, life is supposed to be fun. <laughs> no matter what's happening into our circumstances and our situations, we're meant, we're here, we're meant to have fun. So um, what I'm doing right now is, as of today, I'm open and I'm a massage therapist by trade. I focus on therapy and craniosacral therapy. So I work in the deeper 
systems or not the deeper systems, all the systems. I integrate all the systems of the body when I work one-on-one with people in my in my clinic. I had to shut down last March. Um, I have a Pilates studio and I had to shut that down due to COVID. And um, so I haven't been teaching Pilates. Um, last fall, I did do a free running clinic. I am a personal trainer and a Pilates as well as a massage therapist and I'm also a nutritionalist and I've trained in homeopathy and aromatherapy and herbalism so what I'm doing right now I'm just so excited because it's brand new um, I've decided to call myself a transformational consultant so I'm offering consulting now so I am like the one-stop shop if you resonate if you feel like you like my energy if you like the message you can come and we can, we'll do, have a consultation and I'll create with you a program that is so individual to you that will incorporate your mind, body, health and balancing, that will incorporate your movement and your fitness and it will incorporate your nutrition. It incorporates your entire lifestyle because, mm-hmm. you know, you can't just do one diet or do one F story. And our life story, it creates our body. We, and I call it the issues in our tissues. So this person can't have the same program as this person. So that's what I'm creating now are right. these for people who are looking for that one-stop shop. Yeah, that's so awesome. It's so refreshing to hear how, like, excited and how you're just, like, you just love life. I just think it's so refreshing to hear that because so many people are like, oh, I hate my job. I hate doing what I'm doing and are always so stressed. So I just, I think that's so amazing, your your outlook on things. And then what you do is so cool. I, I went to some of your workshops with the YYC for Entrepreneurs, and I was, like, I was, like, writing notes like crazy. Um, so... I know you've talked about it a little bit, but why do you do what you do? Oh, well, obviously it pumps me up. It lights a fire under my butt. So I'm, I feel like, you know, a lot of people, they question, why am I here? What's my purpose in the world? What, you know, they have those questions. They might feel stuck. Mm-hmm. Feeling stuck right now is a really common theme. Um, I guess because maybe we're in lockdown half the time or we are stuck maybe. Yeah. <laughs> But it seems to be a really common theme. And um, I don't, I, for when I'm working with people and we, I can help them transition from that feeling of being stuck or unwell or in pain, whether it's physical or emotional, that's, that's why I wake up every morning. And so when, during COVID, when, I, when I'm not allowed to see people one-on-one, it was an opportunity for me to look into how can I still serve people? And I created a YouTube page exercises and mind body um, balancing videos and meditations and um, and I and so and I'm like oh I'm still I'm not serving the way I want to be serving so I started taking courses on body talk and and when I just when I make my mind up to do something I I commit so I'm actually taking my advanced body talk right now and I'm taking my biodynamics and this is all work that I can do that does that integration for the mind body so that we really get to the core of who you are so that I can create the programs for you that best suit you and I'm also writing a book so um and so the book is based on on what I believe and what 
I like to teach people, and that is, yes, love heals. And love is an acronym for listen, observe, validate, and encourage. And it starts with you. It starts with loving yourself and understanding yourself, understanding your body. And then you can take that love and you can just spread it. And that's, honestly, Selena, that's what I I want to do when I feel like I'm getting upset about things that are happening and going on. I just tune back in and why am I here? I'm here to spread love. I'm here to, yeah. I'm here to give people hope. So that's, yeah. that's why I do what I do. <laughs> that is so amazing. And I just think it's just so inspiring. I don't know. I just love to hear um, your whole story and everything. And you brought up so many great points in there. And I'm really excited about your book. So why don't you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, the book has gone on it. The book has its own book. It's gone on its own journey. I have to be truthful. I initially started it thinking, well, I'm just going to write out like a, 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 a course or something for people just to, you know, go from point A to point B. And, yeah. and it was a clinical book and um then i i went with yoc for entrepreneurs and Lindsay. i went to a book writing retreat in november and we had an amazing guest speaker and and i understood that nobody really wants to read a book like that <laughs> and i wasn't really having a lot of fun writing a book like that so yeah. she um explaining to us just about what memoirs were and and how to incorporate your personal story into into your writing and so then that that shifted the the focus of my book so i thought okay well i'll write a little bit still about this is what i think people should do <laughs> but i'll put my stories in there to make it a little bit more interesting so i started doing that and then i was reading through it and then i was like oh my gosh this is still horribly boring so the book has changed again and it the book is my story the book is about about my struggles, about me having a nervous breakdown in front of my children, about me being in situations where I had absolutely no, no self-esteem and many situations where I would self-sabotage. And so the book is about how, why, how I'm still here, how yeah. I'm still here as a teenager, being um being raised with a single mom who's an alcoholic and and just all the stories i have so many personal stories and it's not about the people that were there with me during this journey it's about myself and and what what did set me apart so that i could not only survive but get to this place in my life where i i am living my passion right yeah so I can help other people again feel that hope if they're feeling that desperation if they're feeling stuck if they're feeling lost that's that's what everything in my life is about that's what my friendships my family my work whether it's working with clients whether it's writing the book or doing workshops it's it's allowing helping that people feel hope and love in their life yeah, and I think that's so important. And I do think a lot of people are missing those. Like I know personally, I feel stuck. Like I just graduated and I'm like, now what? 
now what right? do I do? Do I do university? Do I not do university? Like, there's just there's there's that feeling. And I think what you're doing is amazing. And it's going to help so many people. Um, and I know that you are I've heard you speak before. So I know your story. And I know your breakdown was very pivotal for you. So yeah. would you could you just expand a little bit about what that was like for you? How you were before that and then after? Sure. So the breakdown, the lead up to the breakdown, it, it wasn't, you know, in retrospect, it, it isn't a surprise that I ended up on the floor, <laughs> hyperventilating and literally clump, pulling clumps of hair out. Um, so, um, so that's what happened. My kids were, my kids were there when this happened, and they were passing the phone to one another. And um, you call 911. No, you call 911. Mom, you're dying. Like, are you okay? Oh, she's dying. She's it was, you can't even imagine being in that situation and, and being the strong person for your family and your children and, and them witnessing that. So um, I, at that time I owned, I did own a wellness center and I, I decided not to renew my lease. So I shut that, I shut that business down and I decided to just focus on me. And I had taken some courses and workshops for the first time. Um, I took some workshops for me, not to learn to help other people, not to learn for my business or anything like that, but actually for me. And I did the work myself. And the work is was just all, it was about understanding the messages in my own body and um, really understanding who I am and how my body reacts to circumstances and the patterns that I've created for survival throughout my life. And so, so by doing that work and by really staying true to who I am, that's, that's part, that's the journey. And that's, that's what I want to share with other people. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really important. A really important part is that you felt something wasn't right. And you kind of, I mean, it did get to the point where you were broken down, right down. And you took the you took things distractions away in order to build yourself up. And I feel like a lot of people including myself struggle with just taking a break to work on ourselves. And mm -hmm. it's a really interesting thing that you said you went to workshops for yourself. Because right. I'm like, Oh my gosh, how many times have I been to a, a conference or a workshop? And I'm like, trying to think how I can help other people through this as well, instead of just actually trying to do the work myself. So I think that that's a really great point, like so many great points that you brought up there. Yeah, in the workshop that I teach now, I teach a six week, six week workshop. I'm just, um, we're just finishing up one right now. But the very first day, that's one of the guidelines, that's one of the rules is that you're gonna be learning so many things and you're going to be thinking, oh my goodness, this is going to help so-and-so, and this is going to be good for so-and-so. And I, But I really encourage everyone to just be selfish because mm -hmm. more health we have from inside and the more grounded we are and confident in who we are, and that's what I'm teaching them, yeah. then or we can help other people. Because I would never have the energy to help other people the way I do now if I was still that bumbling person who had lost it lying on the bedroom floor, right? Yeah. And, and, and then I wouldn't be living my true authentic self. And that's what got me there in the first place was, let, was not being 
congruent to what what I needed to do, what my life passion is, is helping people. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's so awesome. I think that's a really great rule, actually, for a workshop that's specifically to ha- get yourself grounded. And, like, I already know that, like, it's so important to take care of yourself first and then do take care of others. That was not something easy for me to learn, though. Like, it, it I had to struggle with that because for me it was always like help everybody else help everybody else and then I would be left sick or really stressed and all those different things so I think that's so so important that we take care of ourselves and then everything else so thank you for bringing that up yeah and I think especially for for women women in general and specific women in business um you know, when we're, we're, we're wearing all these different hats and to be able to balance that, balance our lives when we, you know, whether we have a family or not, we still have responsibilities in life. We have parents, we all have parents, we all have other things going on. And then uh, owning a business and being a fempreneur, it's, it's full on. If yeah. like, if, really doing it if you want to if you want to be your a business owner and be able to take care of yourself financially and and in every other way it, it's full on so again to have that to have that knowledge and that ability to be true to yourself it it can literally be life safe as it was in my case yeah yeah, exactly. All right. Okay. So next question. I know we kind of answered this one already, but I kind of want to see if you have a different answer to it. So what is the one of the greatest challenges that you faced and how you overcame it? Um, so I'd say um, being so being um, I'll, I'll, I'll speak present tense because it's an ongoing okay. thing. I, yeah. I feel you know, our life, our life isn't about the destination ever. It's about the journey. So it, we're constantly learning and growing and, and trying things or, or, you know, life changes. So maybe I'm shut down. So I have more time this week to do these tasks, but then I'm open and then I'm seeing clients and trying to make up. So it comes to time management and prioritizing. Um, I'm in a great little, I've got a great little, uh, group apart some partners of other um fempreneurs i think rayanne's on the call right now and so we've been talking we've been working a lot about um clarity on what it is that we have to offer to Mm -hmm. what why are we like what are we offering what is our business and what's our mission statement and our value and it's been such a great exercise because if you if you're not clear on that it's so easy to get distracted it's so easy to get distracted with, well, how many hashtags do I use or how many likes did I have on Facebook or how, when that stuff is, it, there's a place for it, but that's not why you're in business. Mm-hmm. So to really pull yourself back into who you are and what you have to offer and why you're doing that. So that you're, cause it's, it would be it's so easy and I'm guilty too, but it's so easy for our, our energies to be dispersed over all the stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it's really important to pick the important things. And right. I think that's what you're getting at here. It's, it's 
choosing the things that are going to benefit your business the most. Like you said, sometimes posting on social media might not be the thing that is getting you the most traction. For others, it might be. So I think that's a really, really great point. I want to let you finish because I know you have more to say. No, no, it's all good. It's all good. Yeah, it would be that. That's still probably one of the biggest struggles for me. Is uh, just that. Just like how? Do, where do you, where do you put your energy and your time? Yeah. Because and that's the thing. We're all. You know, some some people you think you look at them and you think, oh my gosh, they're superhuman. But even if they're superhuman, we still all have the same amount of time every day. Yeah. So how you utilize that time and where you and where you choose to put that energy. And some days, my energy is going towards my kids. Having three teenagers during a pandemic takes a lot of energy, and sometimes that's all I have. And sometimes it goes to my business, and sometimes it goes to my husband, and sometimes it goes to me. But but I do actually. That being said, I'll retract because I do take an hour at minimum for me every day, and that includes prayer, meditation, exercise, um, food prep, certain things that are really important to me to do every day so that I can be the best that I can be. Right. Yeah. And that's so important to take time for yourself. Um, I know with my experience, that was not a thing. I never took care of myself. It was always like schoolwork, schoolwork. And um, just this year, I was like, it's really given the opportunity to slow down, be like, hmm, maybe I do need to take care of myself a little bit better. And having an hour walk or whatever it is for you really has helped me change my mindset because it's just starting the day off right or anything. It just really helps. So I think that is so important as well. Um, so another question I have for you is what's coming up in your business and where can we find you? Oh, for sure. I actually, I forgot to mention this too. Another, th another thing I'm doing right now because it's so much fun. Um, I believe that everybody should feel awesome. I really do. And I believe that everybody can. I, I One of my hashtags is, it's never too late to feel great. And so me, I'm in two months. And um, so, you know, like I used to think like 50, oh my gosh, but I, I feel like I'm just starting. Like, so we should feel good. It's never too late to feel great. Now I'm offering, I'm doing my consulting packages now where I'm doing these uh, lifestyle assessment, nutrition, physical movement, mind, body balance, all these wonderful things, but I might not be the right person for you. I might just be annoying you to, to the ends of the earth. Like you may not like what I have to say at all. So I've created this week a podcast. Oh, I'm so excited because I've, I've got um, I've got four podcasts now that I'm ready for, and my podcast is Transformational Awakening for the Health Conscious. And what I'm doing is I'm interviewing other practitioners or healers or people who have want to have a message to share with the world that they feel can make a difference, that they feel that their message, their offerings are going to help other people. So I've created this platform so these people can share their message. And so other people can come to the one platform and hear about different philosophies and different practices and different um, modalities that are available 
and a lot of work now is being done virtually. So I have people so far just in Canada, but from Ontario and Alberta and BC and um, people sharing their offerings. So that's really exciting. So that's a new thing coming down the pipe. <laughs> yeah, I am really excited for that. I'm going to be listening to all your episodes because that's going to be so awesome. So I'm having so much fun. Oh my gosh, it's so much fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, podcasts, they are really cool. I just started working on creating them, not for myself, for somebody else. Uh, actually, for Lindsay. So um, yeah. it's actually so fun to put everything together and just have this awesome piece of content that you can give to your followers for free. It's just so amazing. I think it's a great outlet to put your put your thoughts and all your knowledge into. So it's, that's exciting. So we, I'm sure that that podcast, we can get it on any platform, Spotify, um, Apple podcasts, all the places, correct? As the end of next week, it'll be live. Yeah. Right. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. And yeah. then if we want to book a consulting thing with you, where do we find you? Is that in the com is Facebook, Instagram website. Um, yeah, I'm, that's, that's who I am. Carrie Rose health. <laughs> awesome. All yeah. right. All of my interviews off the same way. You probably even know what's coming, but, um, I want you to tell me what, what advice you would give your younger self. Um, my, the advice I would give my younger self, um, just to, to be able to look in the mirror and feel love that, you know, I'm, yeah, that I'm a pretty awesome person. And that's not selfish or egotistical to feel that way. And we're brought up for, we're led to believe that, I mean, I have a book right here, Healthy Selfishness. And that's, that's what we're all led to believe is that being, taking care of ourselves is in some way a bad thing. It's selfish and that we should be sacrificing ourselves and so if, if I was to give my younger self a piece of advice, it would be do not sacrifice your own health for others. So take care of you first. And that's not selfish. In fact, it's the opposite. You can, t you can help so many other people when you're in a great, healthy mind-body environment of your own. That was like mic drop. That was awesome. That is so good. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just want to leave it there because like that is so powerful in itself and I think it's like you're right we're not taught to do that and it feels selfish it feels wrong and it's not it's a good thing to get into so thank you so much for joining with me today I love talking to you always so thank you for sharing your story some of the things that you've been through and also some of those little tips and tricks so thank you so much Oh, wow. I just, I think back to my life a few years ago before I knew Selena and Carrie and Dina and Colette and all the other women that you hear here on the podcast, as well as see on our Instagram channel and website. And it's like, I don't know what I was, I don't know how I was surviving. I don't know how I was putting one foot in front of the other without this support system. So keep listening to this podcast, keep reaching out and asking questions when you don't know the answer or when you're just not really sure. Um, if you need a little support, if you see something that's awesome that other femme are doing, tell her, tell them. 
Tell these ladies what you love about what they're doing. Ask questions if you want to learn from them. Lean on these ladies. These are real live humans who want to help other women like them succeed. Thank you so much again for listening to this podcast, for sharing it with other women. Um, we just really appreciate having you here listening. I'm so grateful for everyone who helps me with everything here in Fempreneurland, especially Selena Novello. Um, she's taking a little bit of a step back going forward. She's uh, full on in school and university, and she does a ton of work for other organizations and other Fempreneurs. So she's going to be taking a little step back from working with me, um, but she will still always be here with us. And thank you so much, Selena, for all that you've done working with me since January. Um, again, if you need some help with your social media, specifically Instagram, she is a know-it-all. And I mean that, I mean that with all sorts of love. Uh, she's a know-it-all in a good way. She knows all the Instagram things and how to use Instagram to help you promote your business, yourself, and your very important message. All right, go over to fempreneurland.com to learn about all the excellent upcoming events. We have tons. It's summer, so if you're a fempreneur in the Calgary area, we want you to come and hang out with us. We're doing bike nights, we're doing hiking events. We're still doing our virtual events too, but we're leaning more into live outdoor events. So come and hang out with us. fempreneurland.com events is where you can find all the details. Bye for now.